We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WTIC News Talk 1080. This is the Monday edition of the Will Marotti Show. Your common sense evangelist, Will Marotti here. Joy, the legendary Joy Burgoyne filling in for Matt Sorice, uh off and after the uh, the big wedding over the weekend. And um, just, I, you know, the, the whole thing with Ukraine is frustrating to me because um, I understand there's so many so many um, variables involved and I I know there's so many different opinions involved my concern and my only concern is for the innocent men women and children in Ukraine who have been killed wounded displaced um, traumatized that's my only concern my only concern and uh, and so for that reason I, I think I'd like to see this war end quickly I think it's going a lot longer certainly than than Russian Dictator Vladimir Putin uh, thought it would go. Uh, the Ukrainians are fighting back hard. Um, but where, where do we go from here? I mean, uh, there's a, 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 a story of a U.S. military official, uh, a chief U.S. military intelligence official says Putin cannot achieve his Ukrainian goal. So what then? If, if, he, if he can't and he doesn't look like he is and, and Ukraine's taking land back, what then? Joining us now on the hotline, our military guest, many years, 30 years in armed forces, special forces predominantly, finished up at the Pentagon, uh, West Point graduate, War College graduate, uh, now with the Heritage Foundation, Steve Bucci. Steve, welcome back to the show. It's always great to be on the show with you, Pastor. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Um, so I, it doesn't say, obviously, who this U.S. military intelligence chief is that's, that's um, maybe uh, talking about this. Um, oh, actually, it does. Later in the article, it says uh, uh, Director of uh, DIA, uh, Lieutenant General Scott Barrier. Are you familiar with Scott Barrier? Uh, I don't know him personally, no, okay. but he's the director of DIA right DIA. now. So, so he says Putin can't achieve the goal. So let's say he's right. And, and, it, and, and for all intents and purposes, it looks like he is. With It's going on so long and Ukraine taking back territory. 
What is what is Putin's response? I mean, it's hard to get into somebody's head, but I mean, I'm hearing I'm hearing whispers of, you know, tactical nuclear weapons. I mean, what would what if he feels cornered or desperate or, you know, whatever? I mean, what what would the response be by the European community, by the United States, if he were to deploy a nuclear weapon? You know, Pastor, nobody knows that for sure, uh, and that's always the you know, it's the reason countries want to have nukes is because it gives them a feeling that nobody will mess with us because they know if they push us too hard, we can always use our nukes. Uh, and, you know, in the old days, it would have been easy. I would have said if they use the tactical nuclear weapon that way, uh, we would respond. We take out, you know, some of their stuff. We'd either use our precision conventional weapons, bunker buster kind of things to, mm-hmm. to do some very targeted damage, or we would use nuclear weapons on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this administration, we don't know what they're going to do. They're, yeah. they're not exactly, you know, the strongest spined people in the world. Uh, and I'm not sure they've even really sent a message to Putin saying, look, Whatever you do, you know, we don't like what you're doing, but if you use nukes, X is going to happen. I don't know if that kind of strong message has been sent, uh, but it's it's a concern. I mean, he could do that. One hopes he would realize it's not worth it doing that because there's a potential that his uh, homeland could then be hit with nuclear weapons. Uh, I, you know, but there's a lot of people who say, oh, my God, if he uses a tactical nuclear weapon, we should just let him have Ukraine. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, but that's that's not the right answer. No, I don't so, agree with that at all. No, absolutely not. Yeah. So we have to give as strong a, a response, as strong uh, an indication to him that we would respond that would deter him from doing that. That's the goal. This uh, th- this article, uh, Lieutenant General Scott Barrier said Russians plan for an occupation, not necessarily invasion. That has set them back, citing Putin's reluctance so far to fully mobilize Russian forces to get more manpower into the fight. He's coming to a decision point, Barrier said of Putin, but that decision, we don't know. Uh, it will largely drive how long this conflict lasts. Um I mean, isn't it isn't it really best for everybody for this thing just to end now or or, or as close to now as possible? I mean, it's got to be and now. There's no guarantee that that's going to help the energy problem in Europe, but I mean, doesn't that just calm everybody down if they said, okay, we're going to keep what we got and you know we'll visit another day and they and they withdraw from the areas that they're they're having problems. Isn't what what great value is there, Steve, to to getting this to stop sooner than later? Well, if I mean, it's great value to all the people outside of Ukraine to have yeah. to stop today and just mm-hmm. uh, just let Russia keep what they stole. Mm-hmm. If, if you're, you know, this this is what you know Neville Chamberlain did when he gave away Czechoslovakia. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't his country, and he mm-hmm. said, "Oh, Hitler, you can have that, but that'll calm everybody down. We'll all be fine." Well. First of all, we have no right. Anybody but you, the government and the people of Ukraine have no right to just tell Vladimir Putin he could keep Ukraine. 
Mm-hmm. He's already stolen a giant chunk of it back sure. in 2014 sure. that he was allowed to keep. Mm-hmm. Then he got some more of it later on with the, the part of the Donbass he had. And now with this uh, action, which I agree with the general, the, the Russians thought they were just going to go in, decapitate the government, the Ukrainians would collapse, and they just occupy the country. Uh, and little did they know the Ukrainians were going to say not no, but heck no. Mm-hmm. and fight back mm-hmm. and and gosh even the the western europeans said no and and began supporting uh ukraine in the fight uh to suddenly go well we're tired of it now let's just let them keep it let's pressure right. ukraine to to give up their country or mm-hmm. pieces of their country and members of their population to the russians because it'd be simpler for us to to just let them have it the problem with that is, one, the moral issue of giving away somebody else's terrain and sure. people. But two, all that does then is feed into somebody like Vladimir Putin. Hey, I got away with it. I wonder, uh, maybe I'll just behave for a couple of months, six months, a year, and then see what else I can steal. Uh, that's not the kind of message you want to send, mm-hmm. nor do you want to reset the international system that says, well, you could something that was decided on 25 years ago by your government, mm-hmm. you could now say, well, the heck with that. We don't like it. We're going to take all that land back by force. It, but it's is, isn't that kind a of um, thing to do? Isn't that kind of the message that was sent in 2014, Steve? I, I mean, it, it's it kind was. of like, okay, it, it, you're, you're there the now. So then. I'm sorry. It was the wrong message to send. No, I know that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't know. I mean, ultimately, it would be. It would have to be Ukraine's decision if they would if they would settle to allow Russia to to control the areas that they still have left. Although with with the 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 aggressive pushback at Kharkiv, it seems like the Ukrainians are gaining more territory all the time. But I mean, let's, let's let's turn the clock back. Again, impossible to know this, but. I wonder if the Japanese understood the the unbelievable power that was going to be unleashed in in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. I wonder if, if surrender would have come sooner. I, you, you don't know. Uh, they, you know, I'm sure their their intelligence agents were. Going, you know, they got some big project going on out there in the western part of the United States. <laughs> right. We don't right. know exactly what it is, but you know, I mean, if you think about it, even before the the atomic bombs in Hiroshima and Nagasaki, uh, we had destroyed the city of Dresden with fire bombs. Yeah, yeah. By sure. by dropping bombs in special patterns and knowing the wind, uh, mm-hmm. the way the wind was going to blow. We actually killed more people in Dresden than we did in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Well, I didn't know that. Uh, and, wow. and we had firebombed Tokyo. So mm-hmm. the Japanese knew that something was coming. And mm-hmm. whether we did it in, with one bomb or a whole bunch of bombs, they were going to take horrendous casualties. Yeah. They seemed, you know, at least their military folks were willing to hold on and, and think, you know, they had to do this for honor and everything else. Uh, that was supposedly the brilliance of mutually assured destruction. 
mm-hmm. is that it was so horrific that nobody wanted to, to take that chance. Unfortunately, now, as, as you get nuclear proliferation, you get more and more people with it. You have things like tactical nuclear weapons, and you have governments that one side looks at the other and says, yeah, I don't think they've got the backbone to do this. Mm-hmm. Let's take our shot. Mm-hmm. That's the improbables of, of the international relations world, mm-hmm. uh, and it's dangerous. Uh, but, you know, giving in to people like that makes them more dangerous, not sure. less so. Sure. There's going to be, we're talking with Steve Bucci from the Heritage Foundation. There's going to be a, an upcoming meeting in the United Nations, and... Um, they're saying that this is going to, this is going to be the, the the number one topic of the meeting, is is Ukraine and, and Europe and, and war and stuff. Um, does the, the United Nations they just don't seem to have any any teeth? I mean, I don't know what the whole purpose at this point. The United Nations, in my mind, has outlived its usefulness. Um, do they have any capability at this point? I mean, what could the UN do? to help end this war sooner than later? Well, remember, Russia is one of the, you know, uh, permanent yeah. members, members of the, of the U.S. Security Council, Security Council mm-hmm. which means they have a veto over any decision that's made. So the Security Council, which is the body that would make the kind of decision to take action to uh, pressure or force a country to bow to the will of the international community mm-hmm. has the permanent members can veto and say, no, we don't agree with that. We're not going to let that happen. Uh, so it's, it's a great system if you're trying to force, you know, Zimbabwe to do something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if you're trying to force one of the permanent members, mm-hmm. it you're stuck. They, they can just say no. And uh, so, uh, you know, there's lots of us that don't really want the UN to have you know, the power of a world government. Sure. Uh, but sure. there's a downside to that is when you want them to do something. Yeah. In some cases, they're, they're just not capable of doing it. So, uh, I, I, so I guess we just, you know, it's what, it's what we've been doing, right? It's the sit and wait game just to see not knowing and not being able to understand the, the dark mind of Vladimir Putin. And, um, I mean, certainly, his his troops. I mean, by all reports, his troops are demoralized. They they they're running out of materials for weapons. They're running out of weapons. Uh, going to North Korea for components. I mean, just uh, it, it's a mess. And I, I guess I I wonder how long they can hold out. I wonder how long Russia can hold out. Uh, and that that's the big question, Pastor. And you know, we don't know. I I don't think. Our government, particularly our military intelligence services, are just sitting there doing nothing. There's a ton of hardcore planning and option building going Mm. on and probably repositioning of some forces for that just-in-case kind of scenario Mm -hmm. uh, unless the administration isn't letting them do that. That happens Mm -hmm. sometimes because they think that would be too provocative. Um, But all you can really do is... Try and make decisions that are in the interest of the United States and, and friendly nations to try and divine what that other person, uh, in this case, Vladimir Putin, is thinking. 
mm-hmm. uh, and, and what their end game could be, which may change from day to day. But uh, it's, it's not a sure thing. And anybody who thinks it's easy, just well, just call them and tell them to stop. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it really doesn't work that way. Uh, it'd be nice, but that's, that's not, you know, yeah. reality. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, I just I guess I just struggle that in, in 2022 we're still struggling with a, a country like Russia invading anybody for whatever reason. It just it, I guess it's just hard. Well, I it's hard I, for me I to wrap my with brain you, around. But that. we do we need to remember, you know, as particularly as Christians, but definitely as conservatives, uh, our view of the nature of man is the biblical one. Yeah, man yeah. is fallen. Man Man is mm-hmm. is inherently evil, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of evil people out there. Mm. You know, the liberals think, "Oh no, man's just fine. We just have to find the right system, and we'll yeah. all live together." Well, we all know we're never going to all live together in peace yeah. until the Lord comes back. Right, right. And well, let's uh, let's try socialism, though, Steve. Right, that worked in Venezuela pretty well. It's a yeah. It hasn't worked anywhere well, but I, I know you're being sarcastic, so it's kind of, but it, it's very frustrating. Yeah. I, I recognize that, uh, and you know that's why some people. The United States has a strong history of leaning towards isolationism. Mm-hmm. Once you know the world gets so crazy, mm-hmm. but you know that's just not really a, a good option no. for us no. in the modern world, and. Uh, I know that's frustrating to many of your listeners, me too, yeah. but uh, it, it's just not what I think is, is a good option right now. Yeah, especially, too, you look at, you know, we're, we're, we're struggling with such out-of-control inflation, highest in 40 years, and, and yet, you know, and, and spending billions upon billions upon billions upon billions upon billions with Ukraine. You know, I, I want them to win. I want them to succeed. But, you know, I'm looking at it and say, at what, what point, you know, does – well, there is no budget. Say, at what point does the budget top out here? You know, I mean, what – Yeah. What, those kind of factors. And, and then, you know, Putin is so unpredictable. Well, we'll see. We'll pray more. More prayer, Steve. That's the answer. Steve that, Bucci, that Heritage Foundation, as always, thank you, sir, very much for your service. Thanks for your time. And I uh, always appreciate talking with you. All right, Pastor. Take care, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay. There you go. Steve Bucci, Heritage Foundation. All right, we'll take a break. A couple commercials. Phone lines open, 860-522-9842. Here on the Monday edition of Wilmarty Show. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, just a quick moment here. Give a shout out to the other third of the AMN list, JWM. W, Linda F, Dor, Judy B, Judy P, Greg P, Stanley B, Patricia W, Michael S, Christine I, Steve, uh, Scott D, Chase, Jill L from Manchester, William M, Alex D, Peter H, Val H, John L, and Fritz on the road. We'll be back. couple commercials. We'll have open phone lines, 860-522-9842. I'll give the final third of the amen list, and uh, we'll be off and running. Stay with us. Will Marotti Show Monday with special guest producer, engineer, legendary Joy Burgoyne. We'll be right back. This is Local Radio, the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, welcome back, Eight, uh, 1039. This, I wanted to uh, mention this story earlier. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give the final 30 amulets because I'll say I said it was a slow day and slow coming in. Well, had a bit of action here that I didn't didn't see. Uh, Kim L, uh, Simon B, Joanne B, Berta F, Nick S, Angelo A, Christine P, Lonnie Moe, Andrea L, Michelle F, Jacqueline G, uh, Michael M, Mark P, Stephen C, Carl W, C H, Carol J, Perry P, Doreen Z, David E, Melissa D, Teresa J, Mick C, Elaine P, Orlando. Uh, Cheryl K, Priscilla W, Jeff C, Jolie C, Patrick C, Karen S, Pat A, Neil P, for a total of, drum roll, tying the record at 82. You guys did a great job today. I was surprised. It seemed seemed slow at first, but uh, you've tied the record for amens, which is very appreciated. Thank you very much. Now, I mentioned this earlier. You know, a lot of talk, Mitch McConnell, who should resign immediately, well, I don't know. We can flip the Senate, you know. Don't the good quality candidates, you know. It's a different animal, different thing. Mitch McConnell, who cares? Well, despite the spin, and this is even by Republican spin, Republicans do have a pathway to win in the Senate. Democrats are riding high this summer. Supreme Court decision on Roe v. Wade energized the party's base, which it did. Economic woes for Biden have been beginning to subside as gas prices drop. They have. Party has finally scored several legislative wins with the Inflation Reduction Act and the Chips and Science Act. Former President Donald Trump under investigation. Mar-a-Lago. Generic polls tightening up. Suddenly predictions of certain midterm disaster for the party gave way to cautious optimism. Unfortunately for Democrats. However, the pendulum never swings in one direction forever, and with Biden's soul of the nation speech, which he declared MAGA Republicans to be semi-fascist, 
who posed an immediate threat to our democracy, it didn't help the party's candidates. Although gas prices have dipped below their peak, still way higher than they were two and a half years ago, folks. No question about it. Rising costs and necessities such as groceries and housing have outpaced those reductions. Moreover, the Labor Department's report on Tuesday showing a year-over-year inflation of 8.3%, much higher than expected, almost certainly uh, solidified a voter backlash against Democrat candidates who have voted for all of the needless overspending that triggered it. While it's expected Republicans will win back the House, no one ever questioned that. Control of the Senate remains far certain. The GOP is optimistic, but so too are Democrats. The night before the re- release of the inflation report that sent the market into a plunge, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Chucky Schumer, New Democrat in New York, has reportedly overheard, uh, was overheard in Washington, D.C. restaurant telling colleagues that there's now only a 60% chance of holding the Senate, according to the Punch Bowl News. All else remaining the same, Republicans need to win five of eight Senate races as rated toss-ups in the Real Clear Politic poll. That would be Arizona, Georgia, Nevada, New Hampshire, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. Our uh, Real Clear Politics projects Republicans will hold on to Senate seats in Ohio, North Carolina, Wisconsin, and will pick up seats in Nevada and Georgia. In Ohio, the Trump-backed candidate J.D. Vance leads the Republican Tim Ryan by 2.7 percentage points for the open seat that was held by Senator Rob Portman, a Republican who's retiring. In North Carolina, Republican uh, Rep. Ted Budd is ahead of the opponent Chris Beasley, former chief of the North Carolina Supreme Court, by 1.3 votes, uh, 1.3 points. In Wisconsin, Republican Senator Ron Johnson's in a tough fight against progressive challenger Madeline Barnes, who is ahead by 1.7, but the race is tightening. And worth noting that uh, longtime former Senator Democrat uh, Russ Feingold uh, was a a 2016 opponent of Johnson, was ahead by 2.7, but but polling wasn't clear in that case either. In Nevada, Republican challenger Adam Axel could easily unseat Democrat incumbent Catherine Cortez Masto, just a point ahead. And then in Georgia, the big contest, Herschel Walker against insane Raphael Warnock, and uh, that's tightening. But I I think we're going to be a surprise in Pennsylvania, and this doesn't even mention this. In Pennsylvania, there's panic in the Fetterman camp because the uh, Republicans and, and, and Republican candidate Mehmet Oz outspending the Democrats in TV, and they can't catch up, and they can't match it. And that point, that race is tightening. I don't know how common-sense-thinking people can look at this guy, Uncle Fester Fetterman, and even consider voting for the guy. He's a train wreck. This guy is an absolute train wreck. And, I mean, even if you're not a Democrat, I don't know how you can in good conscience vote for the guy. But apparently people still are thinking about it. 860-522-9842. Let's go to Miss Kim. Kim, welcome to the show. Hey, Pastor Will. Thank you for having me on. So I, I happened to watch last week... Um, Margaret, uh, what is it, Martha McCallum's show. Yeah. And she had Bill Barr on, the the, the one who had written uh, <laughs> one damn thing after the uh, another. Yeah. So he started saying the, the opinion was wrong about uh, 
getting a special master, deeply flawed in a number of ways, and he urged the government should appeal it, which they have done right away, right? Yeah, yeah. So now he, he kept talking and saying, oh, you know, this was wrong, What you know, things were held back, the government should, should have gotten these documents. And Martha McCallum played coy, and she says, you just mentioned not having to show the documents. So what is in them? Why did Trump feel he had to keep them? And I'm a good reader of people who are using pressured speech, having a problem with that. He flipped it. Okay, so he started to say, no, you can't look at the documents. The master, special master can't look at the documents. He was having a fit over there. <laughs> I've heard that again. Other people saying you can't look at the documents. Now, and, and he's also saying, he gave a terrible example. The executive branch uh, can only have, you know, the presidential executive privilege to keep it away from the judicial and the legislative branch. But, but these Department of Justice, the intel agencies, are within the executive branch. And so, therefore, they should have the right to it. No, if the president knows there's corruption right. within that, he right. needs to be able to fight back. Right. So watch what's going on with that. But I'm going to tie that in to the Department of Justice. Here's things that we're not realizing. So I first heard on your station about um, the Alex Jones trial. It's happening again today, I think, in Connecticut. Yep. And they mentioned a guy, an FBI agent named Bill Aldenberg. And I had never heard this name before. I kind of thought I was up on some stuff. He's the first plaintiff before the family members who lost their children, supposedly, right? Hmm. So here's the thing. Alex, it came out in the cross-examination, uh, Attorney Pattis in New Haven. Yeah. He said, have you ever, did you know, did Alex Jones ever mention your name? He goes, oh, no, no, he never mentioned my name. And he goes, well, why on earth are you involved in this? Well, it turns out the plaintiff's attorneys, which are linked to Senator Blumenthal, <laughs> told him you should be able to get $10 million second thing you need to know about this guy. Uh, oh, Bill the Aldenberg. FBI guy? Hold, the FBI guy gave 10 million? Yes, that's, he's, that's what he's suing for. And yet <laughs> Alex Jones never mentioned his name. He, here's the thing you got to know. He was the lead investigator for Durham's, he's the lead investigator in Durham's uh, Dan, uh, Russian hoax. Oh, this boy. guy's the lead investigator. So, the Department of Justice is dirty in a lot of ways. Oh, my gosh. They never mentioned that he was, uh, they, first of all, they're trying to take uh, Alex Jones because he doesn't, he always talks about everything, you know, you name it, he talks about it. Somehow we're not supposed to be able to talk about this. And here's what's happening. They're trying to set a precedent that if you talk about names or the FBI, they're going to use lawfare against you. And they're, they're setting a precedent that you cannot talk about the Department of Justice corruption or the FBI, or they will take measure, measures. And precedent is very important in court cases. Mm -hmm. So this is what's going on. And we need to, to realize who these people are. He was, by the way, he was the one that came up with the, the Danchenko stuff. This yeah, took yeah. What, two, three, four years. I don't know how long it's been. But it's taking way too long to get very little information mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that we're not seeing. Remember, we're getting information from the FBI. No matter what happens, shootings, no matter what happens, the FBI is the ones that go in and investigate. And they're the ones that are telling you what to believe and what will be reported in the media. And there's a lot of weird stuff that's going on. Jim, let me just ask you one question, and i got to wrap it up. It, 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 a new president, not, not a Democrat, a, a new Republican president, 
Can can a president clean up this mess in the DOJ? It's going to take more than a pres- president. It's going to take the people to do it. The people really have to back um, who the party. There's certain mm. people like the Freedom Caucus that you could trust to do this. It's not going to take mm. one person. It's going to take multiple persons. You yeah. can trust Rand Paul. You can trust well, Devin Nunes. Well, you you don't think it's too far out of hand that it, that it can't be fixed at this point? It's very. It's not only national it's international yeah it's, that's it's a, a problem. very devious um and Kim, it's been going thank, on i gotta let you go for a break but thank years. you thank you for your yep. call i appreciate it all right gonna take a break couple commercials charles hang on you're gonna be after the break probably last call of the day so stay with us uh we maybe fit more and more in eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. not eight tied the amen uh record today at 82 thanks guys we'll be right back stay with us Welcome back. 1053. Let's go to the center of the universe, which is Waterbury. Charles, Charles, welcome to the show. Good morning, Pastor Will. Thanks for taking my call. We can put down Linda Kay and Charles from Waterbury. Amen, amen. Okay, thank you. Thank you. A lot of praying these days. Uh, I heard on some program, TV, I'm thinking Fox or uh, a drug lord. It's been locked up for 17 years, mm-hmm. President Biden's group or people mm-hmm. released them yesterday. Really? Yeah, 17 years, a drug lord, uh, Al-Qaeda, one of their main people. Why would we be doing that, Pastor? Uh, because th- nobody cares, Charles, nobody uh, cares. Nobody cares, but a drug lord? <laughs> I'm saying Biden, the Biden people, they don't care. I know. Here I, it is, uh, no Bashir Nurzari. Uh, captured for 17 years by U.S. Uh, Taliban drug lord released in Kabul. Oh, you seen it on a computer? I just pulled it up, yeah. yeah. I, I hadn't heard it before, but you, uh, Taliban foreign minister speaks during a release conference that uh, Bashir Nazare, a senior Taliban detainee at Guantanamo. Was, was he in, our, in prison in our country? He was at Guantanamo in Cuba. Really? Yeah. And... Do we get and we a let him, and we let them go. American soldiers or anything over there? Uh, I never uh, had soldier made the wrong turn and went to Mexico uh, that time. Huh? Uh, Remember that? I don't see anything in the article. No confirmation. Uh, there's there's somebody. Um, this guy Fredericks of Lombard, Illinois, was believed to be held by Taliban-affiliated Akani Network. And apparently they were they were trying to schedule his release as part of this, and but there's no been, been no confirmation from Washington that Fredericks has in fact been released. So, they so I don't know. A, I don't uh, a high-ranking member of the Taliban. Well, drug lord means he got a lot of money. <laughs> well, he's a, a murderous thug. Yeah, a murderous thug, and we're and we're letting him go. I mean, it just I don't know. I don't know, Charles. It's How frustrating. How about the Hyannis thing? Or the, is that Martha's Vineyard? Hyannis the same place? I don't no, know. no. Hyannis is on the Cape. Martha's Vineyard is north of that. Uh, um, yeah, it's, don't you feel bad for all the wealthy people in Martha's Vineyard that have well, to I put up with... I wish they dropped them off at Richard Blumenthal's home or at, uh, Chris <laughs> Murphy's. You know what's really bugging me? I'm 75 years old, and I have some issues now, my age. Mm-hmm. Health-wise, over otherwise... Physically, health-wise, I'm doing fine, but otherwise, I have some serious problems. But anyways, 
I am so sick and tired, and I'm on the no-calling list with the state of Connecticut, mm. and constantly these robocalls pass. I mean, three times a day I, I talk to them nicely, say, please, we're on the no-calling list, please yeah. take me off, and they call you three hours later, four hours later. On a Sunday, even call. Yeah. Why doesn't yeah. Blumenthal or Murphy, why don't they make an issue and really get involved with this stuff? Or, or I'm sure it's going on across America, mm. and one group, I said, we're on a no-calling list. You wouldn't imagine the words he used when he hung up on me. I mean, I can't believe they're so rotten and rude. Yeah. And I feel bad for senior citizens my age or 60 and above that get taken advantage of these things, too. I, I know. I know. I, I, I agree with what you're saying. All the ridiculous stuff. When you ask them the name of their company, they don't tell you anything. They hang up on you. I just, I mean, I, do, I hang up on, unfortunately, I, I hang up on more than I even bother talking to. But yeah, I get so many calls from so, so many parts of the country. I can't just dismiss a phone number that I don't recognize. It could be somebody I need to talk to, right? So I'll answer the call. And if I know there's a long pause, then I hang up immediately. Or, yeah, or, or if, it, if you know, they start with, you know, whatever. I hang up. So I mean, it, I hang up on so many of them. It, it's it is right, frustrating. I've done that too. My wife says, "Why do you take to even answer?" I said, "Because they'll keep calling. If you don't tell them, don't call me anymore. They keep calling. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's just we have a no calling list on Connecticut. It means nothing. I know, but but no one apparently no one respects it or it doesn't get updated or something because I get calls all the time. Charles, gotta let you go. Thank you Thanks so much for, for your call. Great show today, guys. Joey, thank you so much. Wonderful. Uh, tied the record on amens at 82. Let's we'll see if we can break it tomorrow. Uh, Steve Bucci, thank you very much. Thank you for everybody. Appreciate you guys so much. Been a, really a good Monday. I thought it was going to be a sleeping Monday, but it's been a really good Monday, and I appreciate that so much. So enjoy your afternoon. God bless you. Stay safe. I love you. And I'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 